What's going on? What's going on? I am Coop from Birmingham, and you are now tuned in to another episode of Taking Out of Context, the podcast. Thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in to yet another episode of Taking Out of Context, the podcast. I am, as I stated, Coop from Birmingham, and we have a uh, us a special guest in here today. She is an author... Miss Candice Green. What's up? Thanks for having me. Oh, the pleasure is all mine. You could have been anywhere in the world, but you decided to be here with me, so I am all honored. How are you doing today? I'm good. You sound like you was in church with that introduction. Hey, my mama always told me I was supposed to be somebody pastor, but, uh, you know, we ain't going to worry about all that. <laughs> we ain't going to do all of that right now. So, um, so... As I was reading in your book today, mm-hmm. so I read some of it today. I had to complete it. it you know, it, because let me say this part first. So when I was reading it the first time, I was reading it from like, I'm like, okay, so I need to know what I'm asking her, what I'm going to be doing. Because I prep for myself. But then I had to go back and read it for myself because it is a awesome book. Oh, well, thank you. I appreciate it. No problem. No problem. So uh, when you said you're going to step on toes, you uh, I felt like you knew me. I was like, she is talking directly to me. <laughs> but um, So what what was it that inspired you to write your book? So I guess my grandma's always told me I need to be an author. Mm-hmm. And just because like, I've been through a lot of stuff that I guess most people my age haven't been through. And so she felt like I had a lot of insight on things. And I'm not really a good speaker even though I'm speaking great right now, but usually I'm not. And so what I do is I write stuff down a lot. And so I realized, I was like, you know what? A lot of people struggle with this. Like, even the most confident person, I feel like, has something they can, like, improve on. Always. And so, like, I feel like I'm, like, an expert, I guess, on fear because that's something I struggle with. And so I just started writing, and, you know, it just kind of came out like that. So is your writing, like, your your kind of escape or your therapy or whatever however you want to word it yeah I, I think therapy would probably be the yeah. word yeah because I mean I can say things on paper that I feel like people might not necessarily understand in person so it's just easier for me to write it you know I, I definitely agree I, I myself I don't like to speak in front of crowds but I can do a podcast all day you know so I, I definitely understand that all too well so um when I was uh, earlier, because you just stated your uh, grandmother, so she was she one that inspired you to really, um, like, say, you're, I mean, aside from when you said uh, she always stated that you should be an author, mm-hmm. was that something like, no, nah, I'm not going to do it? Or when did you actually decide to say, you know what, I might do this? I mean, I, I was like, eventually I write it, like, in my 40s or something. Um, but I had a friend, she released a book with a Christian publishing company. And so they were accepting applications. And I was like, you know what? I got like 200 pages of stuff written. Let me just see. You know, I just yeah. applied just to see if they would take me, take me or not. And it just, they did. And I was like, oh, they actually liked the idea. I guess I got to, you know, like go through with this. So, yeah. I, you know, I submitted it and then, you know, here we are. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, congratulations. Glad you decided to, uh, do that application and, and glad that they saw the potential and, and knew that it could be something that, like I said, I enjoyed the book. So thank you. You know, 
Um, but so to go a little deeper into it, um, I I have my own thing. So like, it's to be to live free of fear. Mm-hmm. So um, earlier in the uh, beginning of the book, you stated um, you you had the uh, um, the abuse. And so does that, do you think that played a significant role in mm-hmm. dealing with your fear or did it just kind of help to it or, or did it play like a huge role in it? Um, I think it played a worse role than I anticipated. So like growing up, I never really talked about it. And then, you know, the older I got, the, re- the more I realized that it kind of like had an effect on how I saw people, like how I saw situations. So I think, unfortunately, that kind of was, like, the starting point of the fear that I had growing up. So, yeah. Yeah, because we all have some fear, and it's, it's definitely different levels to it, and uh, different things um, cause it mm-hmm. and make it grow or what have you. Um, but so that was interesting to me because, you know, it's a lot of people right now who – are probably battling with something that they want to, um, you know, get over or whatever. The fear still. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's just this book, I feel, would be something that helps people take that next step and not worry so much. Well, I mean, you know, it's some type of calculated risk, I would, I would expect. Mm-hmm. But they to be just more free and open-minded to... Because, I mean, you can never really fail if you never take the chance. Right, right. So that's why I, I really, because like I stated, you were speaking to me. <laughs> I was like stepping on toes. I'm walking around like a penguin around here. <laughs> like, I'm just like, she stepped all over here. But uh, so for those people who, you know, we live in this um, world, world time frame of I'm living my best life now. So... Some people may feel that they're really living their best life, but they're they're actually living in a comfortable place. Mm-hmm. So they really haven't, or they really aren't living their best life. Mm-hmm. How would you tell them to kind of open their minds and tackle that fear of that comfort zone? Mm-hmm. Well, I guess you're stepping on my toes now. Cause Oops. I think, I think, <laughs> What'd you say, ouch? <laughs> like, um, I think that's probably where I am now personally, like, I'm content, mm-hmm. um, and I think that's, like, if when you realize that you get to a point where you feel stuck or, like, you feel content in your routine or whatever, then that's, I think that is the first step, is, like, admitting, okay, I'm not where I want to be or, like, I'm content where I am, um, like, how can I improve? Yeah. And so, like, that's the first thing, I think. And then just trying to, like, figure out what you like, what you don't like, um, what triggers you, like, why you won't move in a certain direction. Um, and then just literally just just jump and do it. Like, I mean, that's it's kind of like quitting smoking cold turkey. You gotta yeah. just stop, you yep. know. Um, and like with this, like you have to just do it, or else for me at least, it's never gonna get done. Right. Because so. time is gonna keep going on, and you're gonna be like, man, I coulda. Especially when you got people that are actually rooting for you, and then they constantly telling you, hey, you should do this, mm-hmm. but you're still in that fear. Mm-hmm of actually trying it or or putting forth any effort. And so that, yeah, 
So I, I'm I'm right there with you also. I was looking for you to help me. I just thought maybe you could help me out a little bit. And I was like, well, I mean, so basically you told me just do it. And, and I mean, the, the worst thing that can happen is you fail. But then if you fail, you know what doesn't work and then you can try something else. But what about if they if I say, oh, man, I failed. I just give up on it now. Yeah, but then you don't know what could happen. I mean, you you've given up before you've even seen the real result. Because, I mean, okay, failure sucks, yes, and it sucks, like, a lot. But, I mean, that's one thing you can say, okay, this doesn't work. So you can, you know, just alter it and try something else. Okay. So, y'all, don't give up. You you fail, just just dust yourself off and and get back to it, and everything's going to be all right. I mean, if you think about it, the biggest CEOs and all that stuff, I mean, if they could tell us how many times they failed. Yeah. Right. So, you know. They would never be, there would never be an iPhone or, you know, whatever. Right. This podcast microphone we're talking in. Facts. If, you know, if somebody didn't fail first, so, you know. Hey, now that's a great way to look at it, though. Because not many people, you would get so caught up in yourself like, ah, oh, man, I did this, it didn't work. So some people would just give up on it and just let it go or never even try it or what have you. And if it goes that way, then... Like you said, you never know what it could have been. You could have made the iPhone. Right. Shout out to all the iPhone users out there. <laughs> I don't really too much like the Androids, but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> so, um, why do you think um, people, Christians, have the hard time of answering um, where they put their Why do they put their faith in Jesus? You mean, why do they have a hard time answering when other people ask them that? Yes, when other people ask them that. Oh, Lord, okay. All right, so (laughs) I know for me it's like a fear of, like, especially being a young person, like people telling you you're lame or, like, they might reject you. Yeah. Um, I remember once uh, we did, like, a witnessing thing. Like, you know, you just go out in the community and you try to – you're not giving out tracts, but we were giving out, like, food, and then hopefully that would initiate a conversation. And a lot of times, like, people don't want to hear about like, God on the street. Right. And that can, like, hurt your ego, you know, yep. if you trying to tell somebody about something you really believe in and they just shut you down. So I know for me, like, that's the biggest reason when I kind of, like, shy away from that. Um, and just, I think, the society we live in today, like, most people are, like, shying away from religion. Yeah. Um, and so it can be difficult to talk about. Yeah. I, I could definitely see that. Um, because... It's like, like um, I know you stated um, you you would when you're listening to your gospel music, you know you may turn it down just because. And and I I was thinking about this because I would do it, but now if I'm listening to some ratchet music, mm-hmm. it's all the turned up. It's like, all the way up. <laughs> windows down. Outside the car. Yeah. It was like I was like, but I never really thought of it like I'm. I never thought of it like I'm turning it down. Like I just, I would just do it. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, that was another point where you stepped on them toes. So I was like, okay, so now I'm more conscious. Well, you know, when I do it, and I mean, cut it up a little bit more, man. They need to hear this. <laughs> you know, this ain't nothing but that Tasha Carl. They, <laughs> they need to hear that. And I think somebody made a joke about me, and they said if they passed me the aux cord, I'd probably be playing like a Fred Hammond playlist. <laughs> hey, <laughs> and so hey. <laughs> I was kind of embarrassed, but like, 
I was like, dang, I mean, that's how people see me. So, you know, it kind of in the back of my head, I was like, I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing. So it kind of just made me hesitant a little bit. Hey, <laughs> little Fred Hammond ain't, ain't no bad. So, <laughs> hey, Fred Hammond can make some tracks. He got the hits. So, so what would what would be your playlist? Would it be like, a Fred Hammond playlist? No, nah, it'd probably be a mix of like it would be some Fred Hammond in there. All right. Probably some Big Crit in there. Like oh, I go you back, to Big yeah, Crit? I go back Turn and forth. Off. I go back and forth. So like one minute I'll be like, you know, Hallelujah. And the next minute, you know. So. Do you feel? I personally feel bad when I go back and forth because I, because like. Say I uh, put because I like to put my music on show, mm-hmm. and so it's everything in mm-hmm. there. And so then when it go to the gospel, I be like, oh, you, you, come on, like, you got to pass it. <laughs> you know, I can't. Like I don't want to do it right now, so I got to pass it. You know. Yeah. But, so you know. So I shouldn't feel bad about passing. I'm not saying you shouldn't feel. It's whatever your conviction <laughs> is. I'm gonna just leave it at that because I'm not even gonna lie. Like if White Me Down come on and then some Fred Hammond come on, I probably I might not change it. I might just. Just let it slide. Yeah. Sometimes, like if some Ty Tribbett, because he, he, he kind of matches. That's true. The, yeah, so I'd be like, oh, man, we can go ahead and let this ride, you know. He got some good music, too. Yeah, it just depends, I think. Yeah. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> it got me thinking about a playlist I need to create. <laughs> but, um, so, um, I want to shift away from the, um, book just for a small bit. Mm-hmm. So, earlier we were speaking about what we do on um, Sundays. <laughs> so, and you mentioned uh, meal prep. Mm-hmm. Myself, I don't, never did it, didn't care for it. So, but you said it like it was um, fun. It is fun <laughs> for me. Okay, so how, what is your normal routine in, in uh, meal prep? Or what, do you have your certain meals? Or do you have it already set up? Or yeah, how how so, does that work? I mean, I usually, I'm like, I'm a terribly organized person, so. Perfect. Fridays, usually I make my grocery list. Saturday I go to the store, and then Sunday I go. Oh, you're perfect. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, that is perfect. Um, I get teased about how I do things a lot of times, but it works for me, and I don't have to worry about spending money during the week because I already got everything cooked. Um, but the reason I mentioned that is because I'm actually um, about to start a meal prep business. Oh. Um, so... You know, if you know somebody that doesn't like cooking, and me, they, <laughs> they, uh, they need some food cooked, then uh, you know, it'll be launching in a couple of weeks. So I'm a pescatarian. That's fine. So okay, so That's you'll fine. still be able to make mm-hmm. something happen. Yeah. All right, yeah. Y'all hear that now? <laughs> Look at that. So y'all ain't got no reason. So y'all don't gotta go get the uh, infamous burger uh, or what? Impossible, oh, impossible burger. burger. Yeah, that that you you know you can eat good. In, in due time, it will be coming about. So, um, but what's on your menu for this week? So, I cooked some beef stir fry with uh, mushrooms. It's called bok choy. It's like a Chinese cabbage almost. Mm-hmm. It's really good. It sounds good. It's, it's delicious. And uh, I got some chicken adobo, so it's like a Spanish Oh, so you really be chicken. cooking. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I want to, if I'm going to be eating it, I, you know, I got to want to eat it. Yeah, because I know a lot of people, they just... <laughs> I ain't even gonna talk about. I know what you're going with this. I thought about it. They partnered us, and man, they gonna listen to this. I ain't even. You know who you are, but to each his own. That they don't be cooking. Let's just say that. And know? that's cool, but you know, I'm just saying, if I'm gonna be eating the same couple meals, I want it to taste good. So I'm right there with that's you. It. I'm picking up what you're putting down. I am right there with you. So um, outside of your um, business. 
that you're going to be launching in a couple weeks. What else is there to Candice? Uh, sports. I'm a huge sports fan. Most people won't agree with my football choices. Um, we lost today, the Redskins. Oh, um, I, okay. We can deal with that. All right, cool. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm a Wizards fan. Um, you know, we've been mediocre. Um, but I'm from D.C., though, so yeah. you, know, you got to rep the teams. Um, of course. Even though they break my heart every week. But uh, <laughs> it's okay. It's fine. So uh, since you've been in Birmingham, have you decided a Alabama or Auburn? Oh, and, I'm a, and I hope you answer right. And I'm going to plead the fifth because I don't want this podcast to end early. So, you know, I'm going to just leave it like that. I, I, for some odd reason, I wanted, I possibly think you were going to say something like a Auburn. And you trying to bait me into <laughs> saying something. <laughs> I mean, it's, just, it's, a, it's just a yes or no. It's not. It's, a, it's, a, it's complicated. You know, oh yeah, you can't. Blazers. You cannot go wrong That's with that it. answer. That is perfect. That is perfect. Hey. I graduated from UAB, so oh, I'm a UAB Blazers. Say no more. Y'all heard it here first. She don't like Alabama or Auburn. <laughs> nah. <laughs> go Blazers. They get they starting off pretty well, from what I can tell. Yeah, two and zero. We two and zero right yeah, now. And, um, yeah, whooped up on Alabama State. Yeah, well, you know. Nope. It be like that sometimes. Sometimes you the bug and sometimes you the windshield. That's what I like to tell people. Look like y'all the uh <laughs> anyways, I let them live. Oh man. So um outside of so you said what sports? Uh I'm I'm an all around oh, sports just... fan. But I did play basketball myself in high school. Okay. Yeah. What 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 position you play? So I'm, I'm five eight. Nah, I'm let. I'm. It's cause it's frustrating. So I was the okay, tallest person I'm sorry. on the team. So I had to be the center. And so you can only imagine, five eight. I'm jumping the ball against girls. It's like six one, six two. So, oh, you know, yeah, that that could get frustrating. Mm-hmm. But I, I was pretty good on the post. So you know, I, I had my move every time. You had the hook shot. You every had the cr- time, every <laughs> single time. Cause I can out jump, I can out jump a lot of people, so it always worked. So you had them hops. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. You ain't try to dunk none. Nah. <laughs> I'm retired now. I just, it's over. <laughs> oh, I feel you. Hey, I'm with you when you're right. But yeah. Um. So, I just wanted to ask you some of the more personal things outside of the book, but we definitely got. Uh, I want to go back into it. Well, I got a copy right here if you need that. Say look word. See, look, always prepared, you know. Look at that. Candace came prepared. <laughs> so for all you future interviewees, words, one of them, um, <laughs> come prepared. Oh, we never let them know the title. My apology. It is The Illusion of Fear, How to Live Your Best Fear-Free Life. Fear-free. So that means, basically, you just got to take that leap of faith and... um. Everything else gonna ha- gonna fall into place, mm-hmm. pretty much. Yep. And along the way, you have to learn and adapt. That's mm-hmm. pretty much what it is. Yep. Like you just um, apply the necessary changes, and you're gonna be all right. Mm-hmm. You know, it might take. Lo- that's the most frustrating part. It may take longer than you expect because mm-hmm. you feel like you're doing. You like I'm doing everything. Mm-hmm. And it just, like, never happens. Mm-hmm. Especially in today's society where, like, <clears throat> you know, you see on Instagram, like, everybody posting their successes. And, yeah. And, I mean, of course, you wouldn't post your failures, but 
it just seems like for everybody else it's happening like you know right. quick and for you it may seem like it's taking a little longer but it's 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 gonna get there so I I'm gonna start posting my failures to see what happens. You might get a couple likes. <laughs> I'm like, look, I told him he couldn't do it. <laughs> basically, basically. I don't even know what he wasted your time for. Oh, man. That, now, that would be discouraging if they said, I told you you couldn't do it. Like, yeah. Dang. But see, some people could use that as motivation. That's true. That's true. But, but most people don't want to necessarily see that. They it, like to see the glamorous side of things. Yeah. So, so if I was you, this is how I like to look at it, you know. I don't want to use other people as my motivation mm-hmm. personally mm-hmm. because I feel like then you can lose sight of what you're really, really trying to do. Right. So, I mean, now it's not to say don't, you know, don't pay it any of mine because you can have a thousand positive comments under a post mm-hmm. and that one negative comment is going to stick out more right. than anything. Right. And you're going to be like, you know, you might be a little taken back mm-hmm. about it. But, you know. Fear comes with everything, and so have you, um, I'm pretty sure you, do you still deal with any of your fears, or are you just knocking them out the park? Oh, man, I wish I could say I was knocking them out the park. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I'm still, I'm still dealing with a couple of them, <laughs> um, but, like, I feel like I actually need to go back and reread the book myself, honestly. Um, I think one of the biggest things that I fear is and I probably should have written more on it. It's like losing people. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't talk about it a lot, like briefly at the end. But um, I mean, I have a really like tight knit group of friends, and yeah. so I think like the older you get, the less friends you have, or something like that. Right. What, that you is, know, that's true. Your circle gets really small, and sometimes it's not even a circle anymore. It's just a triad or something. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> Facts. And so, and so you know, um, but I had a friend who told me. Um, long time ago, back in undergrad, and she was like, you know, I'm probably not going to be in your life that long, but you're going to learn something from me, and I'll be gone. And I didn't think nothing of it until she was gone, and I was like, okay. So I think right now I'm trying uh, to learn to, like, not be too attached to people yeah. because sometimes it's not bad. It's just their purpose is up. A lesson or a blessing. Mm-hmm. Mm, or both. Right. So. Wow, that's something to tell somebody though. Like, hey, I'm I'm not gonna be here for long. <laughs> like, what? I mean, <laughs> like, I think I think maybe she's she went through some things with some other people, and maybe people felt some type of way oh, about okay. her, you know, just leaving. But um, she wasn't lying. So. <laughs> we need to find her. I want to ask her some questions. <laughs> ask her what's going on. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't. Have, I don't know. I don't know if that would have been something. Yeah, we got to find her. I want to ask you some questions, ma'am. <laughs> but, um, so, like you said, people aren't um always around uh, for long or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, I had a question. This is totally off the subject, but of the temporary, um, well, things are, everything is practically temporary, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, is, how come some people, you know, with certain things that may happen throughout life, it will react to certain uh, emotion, mm-hmm. uh, whether it's happy, sad, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, how come some people can hold on to certain things longer than others? Is it maybe their their past that may take a toll on them, and mm-hmm. then that's why? Because you know, 
okay, let me say it this way. Because some th- things aren't going to last that long. Right. So whether it's like a happy feeling or whatever, um, at some point, another emotion will be... Um, Replace it, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like, how come we as people can get so wound up in a, possibly a negative emotion more so than we would be in a positive emotion? Mm, do you? That's a good question. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead, finish. No, yeah, I'm just saying. Like, do you have a, a answer? This is like I said. My my mind wanders a lot, so <laughs> this is one of those questions. It was just like because being that we do everything is primarily temporary from like relationships mm-hmm. to the emotions, right? Um, and that could kind of just I don't know, just put us in a weird space yeah. so to speak that's a good question i'm i'll answer that from my experience i guess okay so i think for me um it's just how i grew up mm-hmm. and so like everything was temporary and so like i guess i kind of was longing for something that was permanent right um and it just made me see people a different way you know um and i think that could be true for a lot of people yeah i really think your past experiences shape us more than we believe they do um now so yeah for me like um my mom was temporary love you um <laughs> you know like my dad remarried somebody else and, you know all that stuff happened so like everything was just like moving 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 and like all the people that were supposed to be there like left at some point yeah and so you know as i got older i was just like okay hopefully somebody won't you know yeah so now that that could definitely hold a uh, a fear of connect mm-hmm. or connecting with people, right? So, hmm. and I get that a lot sometimes. Um, people be like, "You seem really guarded," or you know, "You don't really let your hair down," or whatever that means. <laughs> um, but it's just because you know, it's just how I grew up. It's yeah. just it's like a protection mechanism. So, what? Like my cousin told me the other day. <laughs> He said, life is like a boxing match. You got to protect yourself at all, all times. Time. Yeah. So, I mean, and you basically just hit the nail on the head. Like, so it's just all about your past and future mm-hmm. and all that wrapped into one and that makes you who you are. Right. But even with that boxing thing, I'm, maybe I need to be a preacher too. But, no, uh, go ahead. Go no, to church. No, we, Take I'm me not to church. Gonna, I'm not going <laughs> to preach that for real like that, but... You know, even with boxers, they know when to let it. You know when to let their hands down. Yeah. So I think that's something that we need to learn. You know, too is like you know when you can let it down, and you know when you need to put it up. And so <laughs> I'm gonna pass the offer and play it around. And, oh know, yeah, we're gonna cash out all that. I accept all of that. So. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna pass the plate around. So so when y'all hear this podcast, <laughs> just go ahead and start sending them all them payments on in. <laughs> We would gladly accept. I'll be accepted on Candace's behalf. Oh, uh, I didn't know that's how that worked. Oh, <laughs> I I split it with you. Okay, you know. 60-40. Uh, yeah, because they, yeah, they don't want to listen to me. They're listening <laughs> for you, so that, work, <laughs> that works for me. They're not here for me. They're like, man, he talking again. Oh, man. <laughs> but, um, so, do you um plan to do cuz I know you said that um it was more you should have written mm-hmm. about in this book mm-hmm. do you plan to write another book Uh yeah definitely now I don't know how soon that'll be and I don't think it'll be in this format um it'll probably be more like a 
fiction story type thing. Okay. Um, but yeah, I do want to write another one. So you're just gonna write, period. It's just you're a writer, um, author rather. It's weird calling myself that still, even today. Yeah. It's so weird. Here's the proof. Like it's so weird when people be like, "So you're a writer?" And I'm just like, "I get, you know, like I guess." But yeah, so I guess you can say that. <laughs> That's what's up. That is dope. So, um, fiction. I might do a cookbook too. Honestly, I need that. I was thinking about it. I might do I need one of those. Because I'll be on Pinterest looking up my dishes. That's cool. <laughs> Basically, that is not cool, no. everybody. Do not do it. It's, it is cool. You know, I'm not saying it's right or wrong. But, it's, it's cool. I mean, it, 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 it helps me. It gets me on. Well, really, it just gets me ideas, really. Mm-hmm. So then I just, I just go with the flow and I say, oh, okay. Like, some half the time when I be in the kitchen, I just be making some stuff, really. I don't know where it came from. Probably something I seen on the Food Network See? mixed with Pinterest, mm-hmm. mixed with, I don't know, something that I might think might work. I made some real good one day. I, I, I couldn't tell you what it was because I was just putting stuff together. I was in the cabinet like, What it tastes like? Good. <laughs> 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 Outstanding. That's going to be the name of the cookbook. Yeah, good. good. <laughs> About 12 O's. <laughs> good. Yeah, I like that. Hey, we might need to collab. And you know what? We might. Hey, we'll see. Man, cooking with Coop and can't. Oh, see us? Uh-oh. Got Uh-oh. Hey, we're going to have to time step that and put <laughs> Hey, we're going to copyright that. We Ain't might have that. something hey, right there. We cooking with grease now. <laughs> I still eat fried food. Oh, me too. There's nothing wrong with that. In was, moderation, though. In moderation. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> About that. I just had me some fried food before I came in. Well, you know, as black people, we are predisposed to certain diseases. Oh. And I'm going to stop because I, I work in the healthcare industry, so I can go on and on. So I'm going to just be quick. Stop oh. right there. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I know, I, well, we'll talk offline. I need to know what I need to stop. Because, <laughs> I, like, I call all meats poison now. So, uh, it's just to uh, help myself not Eat give it. in to the urges. Um, but I have a fear. Mm-hmm. That's <laughs> Look at this. I have a fear to eat meat again because I've, I haven't eaten it in so long. Mm-hmm. But I was, I really wanted to try that um, that Popeye's chicken. Oh, man. But I was like, mm-mm. Me it ain't too, gonna honestly. Be but I could, I'm not doing no line like that not for a chicken sandwich. Oh, yeah, no, nah, so. I, I wouldn't do it. I mm-hmm. just, you know, if I'm, I feel like when I do eat meat again, if I ever do, I'm just going to go through uh, Chick-fil-A and get me a number one. I'm gonna be. It's just gonna be something so simple, and they was like, people say fast food. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't want no fried wings and stuff. I just want you know something simple, a ham sandwich. That's what I really miss, a ham sandwich. See, I don't really eat pork like that. No, you <clears throat> Except for bacon, I can't give that up. But the rest <laughs> of the pork, I don't eat. You could do some turkey bacon. Mm-mm. That's not the same. <laughs> <laughs> I heard you got to put it in the oven. You do. Then put it on the skillet to get it to crisp. Because mm-hmm. there's no fat in it. It's just... Yeah. I don't eat neither one of them. I, don't... I, I just, you know, come to my house, you ain't going to get no type of meat. Oh, I get the so close thing to a meat. Okay. <laughs> the close thing to a meat you're going to get is some eggs. And that's not bad, actually. Because when I was writing this book, I lived off of eggs, honestly. Hey, eggs is it's it. It's the goat. You can yep. do anything with eggs. You're right. 
People, they try to tell me I'm wrong for eating eggs because since I don't eat meat. Mm. See, you heard it here first. Well, maybe not first, but <laughs> you heard it. I can eat all the eggs I want. So why would you, Why? what made you just eat eggs? Or I would, I'm, not, I'm sure you're not just eating eggs, but. Mm-hmm. So um, <clears throat> it kind of cost a lot of money to um, publish the book. I can so imagine. We was on a budget. And so eggs was in the budget. <laughs> and uh, you go to all the gallon eggs, a gallon eggs, a dozen oh. eggs is uh, about 75 cents. So All this for real? Mm-hmm, yeah. I'm out here learning, but <laughs> I learned that I can't eat fried foods all the time. You can go get eggs for 70, mm-hmm. 75 cents? Yep, yep. Is they real? Yeah, they're real. Mm-hmm. They, they the white egg or the brown egg? They're the white eggs, but, I mean, studies show there's no difference. Between uh, I was just going to ask, real. you know, I, I ain't never paid no attention. I picked up the brown eggs on accident. So you paying $3 for a dozen? You know what I can do with three dollars? You know how many meals I can make with three dollars? Learn me some. <laughs> <laughs> you willing to go vegetarian? You could make a lot of food for three dollars. I don't know if I can go vegetarian now. We pushing it now. <laughs> we pushing it. You know. That, that, yeah. I I like vegan foods, but I can't go full blown vegan or vegetarian like never. I won't say never. I will never. I can't. So what is your what is your favorite food or like go to dish? To um, cook or probably whatever? probably stir fry, cause it's quick and it's good that it is. and it's cheap. <laughs> or fried rice. You got me paying attention to eggs now. <laughs> like all oh, this money for some eggs. I'm just saying, I'm when gonna... you when you on a budget, you look at every price. Learn something new every day, guys. <laughs> so um. How how long did it take you to um like when when you just knew that okay everything mm-hmm. that I read this is it mm-hmm. um so honestly I think I had to do it by force because mm-hmm. when I applied and they accepted me I had no choice but to kind of get everything together but the whole process took a, about a year so from like start to finish but I had most of it written so it was, it was that's some dedication it was rough because I thought about quitting. Um, I was like, maybe nobody's going to read this book. Like, you know, what if I put it out and it just ends up on the bookshelf with dust or something, you know? Um, We ain't going to let that happen. But uh, (laughs) um, I definitely had some doubts, but um, I'm glad I, you know, wrote it and followed through. I'm glad you did, too. Thank you. And the listeners are going to be happy to uh, do it. Because, you know, we ain't even got to worry about that. But yeah, they they're definitely um, gonna like the book. I like I said, I gotta go back and read it from a more personal standpoint for myself, mm-hmm. um, because it was it was really good. I really enjoyed how when you were to help bring your points along um, and kind of paint a picture, if you will, mm-hmm. um, how you incorporated the uh, Bible verses mm-hmm. to align with what you're saying and then you'll drive the point home and I, I really like that because it I, that opened my eyes to more verses you, you know to um, possibly you know just read pray right. about right. and what have you so um, I really like the format in which you use for the book it's it was it's very easy to read everyone so 
you know, you don't have to read it out loud for those <laughs> people. I don't know if that was shade or not, so I'm going to just be quiet. <laughs> no. I have no you, idea. You know how it is when you was younger and the teacher tell you to read out loud, and you're like, oh, man, not me. But, you know, so you can read it in the comfort of your own home, people. But, uh, like I said, it's a real easy book to read, and I think you did a great job. Thank you. I appreciate it. Pleasure's all mine again. So, uh, let me see, let me see, let me see. All right, so um, now that we have the book out and it is in, so where can you, um, where all can you purchase your book from, Candace? So it's on Amazon right now. Um, it's a, you can get an ebook or like paperback version, um, or you can get it from me directly, uh, just more to your preference. Right, well, now, if they wanted to reach out to you to get the book, where could they reach you? And I at? hate when people ask me that because I don't actually remember my social media handles like, <laughs> okay. like most people do. So I was looking it up while you were um, <laughs> while I was doing that. So my Instagram is uh, c underscore dog dog ninety three, um, and my Twitter it should be the same, but I'm about to check in a second. Um, but yeah, you can reach out to me on either one of those, send me a DM and, um, I'll get right back with you. And my Twitter is C underscore dot D-O-T dog 93. So, yeah. Oh, so it's the actual word dot. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. I had I to help some of them people out there. I needed to hit the character limit. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> I hate that. Like, it's like, you're like, I don't want this long name. Yeah, yet. so I just spell it out. Okay, so... You heard where you can get the book from um, if you need it. Uh, you do need it. It's a great read. It helps you and, and steps on your toes, like I said. Um, that was her intention. She mentions at the beginning and the end and says that I hope I stepped on your toes. So <laughs> it was on purpose, so don't get offended. But, you know, you need those things in life so that um, it's not so much telling you what you want to hear, it's mm -hmm. more so what you need, what to, you hear. need to hear. Yep. And so she brought it and she delivered. So, Candice, thank you for coming on to the show. Thank you for having me. Oh, the pleasure was all mine. It was all mine. You could have been anywhere in the world. Glad to be here. Amen. <laughs> Church! <laughs> Hallelujah! Well, yeah, I do want to thank you. And as always, everyone, this is Taking Out of Context, the podcast. I am Coop from Birmingham. And I thank y'all for listening again. Y'all have a wonderful rest of your day and week. We are out.